Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. What is going on, everybody? My name is Cutter Lawler. Welcome to another week of Movie Mondays. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast, and we are back again talking all the week's movie news, entertainment news, and just generally having a bit of a chit-chat about all things film. As always, is joining me is my partner in crime, Sean Mean. Sean, how's it going? I'm good. God, little bit, little bit of a stumble there. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, right? Normally I do that on autopilot. I started looking around me at that stage and distracted myself. Yeah. I distracted myself. There. That was a problem. You got in your own head. That's the rule one of podcasting. Yeah. Don't think. Don't think. Just keep saying things. No matter how libel. Just keep saying <laughs> No them. matter how libel. <laughs> Just, you insult many minorities if you want. Don't worry about oh, it. There's no don't. consequences, Sean. Oh, for the love of God, don't, don't worry about it. Oh, it's just getting off the ground, Connor. Now you want to drag it back down to the ground. <laughs> so, last week, unfortunately, we are not in the same room again for two weeks running. We must apologise. It doesn't normally happen for two weeks in a row, but you were caught up with stock take and work. It's a whole thing. It's I'm caught up with work. We're, we're just such hard workers, you know? We're just... That's the thing, right? And I'm too busy slagging all those minorities. Yeah, why, that's why still, do I always I'm still a bit pissed off about that. <laughs> <laughs> why put it on Twitter? <laughs> what are you doing? Why tweet it directly to them? <laughs> that's just bullying. Just, just off the heroes for higher page as well. Yeah, it's just like, I'm yeah, not, not going to do it to myself. <laughs> At Carl Lawler, at Kushan Mead, take your shit. It's on the description, lads. Don't <laughs> worry about it. Oh, no. Um, yeah, but we are not in the same room again for another week. So if you bear with us for this week, we'll be back together for Weird News Wednesday at Hero Zero as usual. Um, but hopefully this week we'll be able to talk about all the exciting things because, Sean, there are some big stories this week. We have big massive, news. Massive news that I don't think many people have heard because... Because we're starting off with our source of news, surely. We're our only source I, of news. I, I have people on the inside. Mm-hmm. I don't like to talk about it. <laughs> but my friend, I'll change his name, uh, Beaven Spielberg. And um, Beaven, Beaven likes to tell me things. 
yeah, <laughs> he likes to tell me things, and you know, just he he seems to know a lot. He knows a lot about stuff. God, I'd love to meet him someday. Maybe he could. No, phone you're not home. allowed. <laughs> <laughs> He's always running his gums, you know, moving that jaw of his. Oh man, um, see, there's not multiple jaws. Like, there was, no, if it's a hard you, one to do. I've had Sean. this discussion before, though. In that, like, you just have a bottom jaw, and your top jaw is your skull, surely. <laughs> Can I stop? Let's everybody stop this podcast. Who have you had that conversation with? Look, I've been on nights out and just the, the jaw comes <laughs> up, you know? <laughs> oh, this is why you don't get invited to many parties. So, some lad in a bar told me he'd break my jaws. And I said, no, 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 sir. Oh. See, the worst thing is I can see you doing that. It's like not a violent, not in a violent way. Just being like, actually, no, like, at it, like you're just not correct. Like grammatically, that is false. And he'd say, so "All you're right, gonna fair do play. It, Trying to point. <laughs> you've raised a very good point there. That I'm gonna back away. I've raised my voice. I do apologize, <laughs> as as all drunk people do. Very reasonable. Very rational. Um, yeah. Very rational. So, we are starting off this week, Sean, with a movie idea that you could also say is quite rational. Oh. Um, I never do segues. I'm really proud of myself. Um, (laughs) Normally, it's just hard cut. Just hard cut topic. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, this week, we are starting off with the biggest piece of news ever in movies. Mm, The way you say that makes me doubt it. Is confused because... There is going to be a face-off reboot. Sean, what are your thoughts on a face-off reboot? So, I see. Okay. Well, look, we can all agree. What is face-off? Face-off was (laughs) the the best film to come out of the early 2000s. Ever. No, it was the 90s, but it was ever, basically. Okay, yeah. 97. Oh, man, it's a lot of... It's fa- they're wearing each other's faces but pretending to be each other <laughs> while fighting themselves. <laughs> so now they want to That's, they want to oh reboot man. that. And yeah. the biggest question to be asked is who do you cast as John Travolta and Nicolas Cage? See here's the thing. Okay, so for anyone who's no face off in, a, in that five second description that Sean just gave is a movie from 1997 directed by John Woo in which John Travolta and Nicolas Cage swap faces and spend the whole movie uh, fighting each other because they're rivals. But they're they're living each kind. other's lives, isn't that it? Yeah, they they it, they live each other's lives because. Um, John Travolta is infiltrating. Is it Nicolas Cage's gang or is it Nicolas Cage infiltrating John Travolta's organization? I think. I think what are, Travolta does the face swap first. <laughs> right. Okay. So, I mean, it would actually be easy to do Travolta's face now. Oh yeah, <laughs> thinking about <laughs> that. Would, that will just like that will just come off straight straight off as work, lads. <laughs> so, so this raises the question. They are doing a face-off. They have not told us who are going to be playing the John Travolta, Nicolas Cage parts. So, Sean, I was very excited about this news. This, I have many questions regarding this. But step one is who do you cast? 
to play the two parts. See, it's a difficult one because you have to pick an actor who's quite good at acting but has been in some awful shite. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, um, Fox. What's his name? Uh, from Jam- Baby Driver. Jamie Fox. Jamie. Jamie yeah. Fox. Jamie Fox might do it. Jamie Foxx has been in some shit, but he also has an Oscar. Yeah, he's a fantastic actor. <laughs> yeah, but every so long, yeah, like, it's every five years he's like, I'll just win an Oscar. Every, but, like, every five in, years in, he'll, do a, he'll do a horrible bosses. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, so in the intervening years he's just like, fuck it, just grad, who cares? Um, <laughs> I, I, have, I have an idea. Okay, go ahead. I'm thinking Sam Worthington and Jai Courtney and they face up and neither of us know the difference. Really Everyone just acts the CGI normal. budget, wouldn't it? Everyone just acts the exact same. Nobody can tell the difference. <laughs> and then Oscars. <laughs> just so many Oscars. <laughs> Jai Courtney swimming in Oscars. And they go up and they accept each other's awards for best supporting actor. <laughs> they both are supporting actor. Well, there's no lead so, in that so, Somehow they both got nominated for supporting actor, and somehow they both won it. There's two Oscars given out for that category. See, do you do this like uh, a twins situation, where you get two actors who are nothing alike, and uh, or do you do you get actors who are of similar build and similar? I suppose that makes it easier to edit someone's face onto someone's face. Well, my question would be, are John Travolta and Nicolas Cage, do they look alike in any way? See, I think in 1997 they might have. Mm. It, not even in face, because the face doesn't matter, but it's, um, like, in build. That's where you have to match it. Okay, right. Um, who do you, so, who do you what, about, what about Batista... Right. And nobody else, because nobody in Hollywood is that big. No one could possibly look like Batista. (laughs) Batista and John Cena. Oh, man, that'd be unreal. And they've been in some awful (laughs) shite. Actually, Batista's done fairly well. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Oh, man, this... I heard this news, and this... Oh, my God, here we go. Go You get two of the Hemsworths. (laughs) But not... You're only allowed one Chris and... What's the other one? Liam. Chris Liam or Luke. You're only allowed one of them. And, and you, you have to have Luke. But you're only allowed one <laughs> of Chris or Liam. You have oh, to choose one. Chris costs five times what Liam costs. <laughs> yeah. And they're just looking at their checkbook like, I don't think we can afford it. No, it's, but... just... It matches in the sense that, like, Chris Hemsworth, he was in Thor, Ragnarok, but he was also in Men in Black International. Oh! Yeah. Very good. And, and Liam Hemsworth, he um, he was in Hunger Games. He was. Which, uh, I mean, and can you think of anything else Liam Hemsworth was in? Was Liam Hemsworth in Hunger Games? Who was he in Hunger Games? He was um, the one who's not Peter. But, okay. Uh... He's the one who's in love with Jennifer Lawrence, but then she goes into the Hunger Games and she's all like, I love Peter, but oh, that's just to course. win the Hunger Games. He's, uh, what's yeah. his name? Oh, it's like a, it's a weird name. Like, it's not a name, <laughs> but that's his name. <laughs> Stallion. Gale. His name is Gale. Ga- is it Gale? It is Gale. It's Gale Hawthorne. 
Oh man, that is some weird Wikipedia to just know off the top of your head. Oh look, it's my specialist subject. I didn't use my Googs for the week. Absolutely not. I can believe that. <laughs> see, I can't see you. That's you true. could be googing, googsing all the time. I'm all I'm googsing right now. <laughs> I'm all googs out. Um, so face off reboot, Sean. We are also getting a twins reboot with Eddie Murphy and Arnold Schwarzenegger and Di DeVito, but um, it's going to be called Triplets. So now they're bringing face off. I have just thought of some. 1997 was when Face Off came out. One of... It's a classic. Now, I think it's not a good movie, but it is a classic. Yeah, people um, remember it. Yeah, I would say, yeah, a cult classic. But it came out in the same year. Just think, you're in living in 97, uh, as many of us were. And you're alive. and you're You're living your life. Great and times. And in the same 12 months, you get Face Off and Batman and Robin. Oh, and I man. think that is the that's that's the peak of cinema. I think there's no going back. I think we were I think we were spoiled. It was a simpler time. We didn't know <laughs> what we had. <laughs> we paved paradise and we put up a parking lot. Oh, you know what I mean? I do. I do. That's a fucking great <laughs> song as well. Let's just appreciate that song. In many ways, it's most relevant today. Uh, more like on social media am i right Sean? oh more like oh man you, i was gonna say the social media yeah I, no that, one that's, talks that's your on the bus anymore uh, yeah what happened to all the talkers on the bus i want more weird guys trying to start conversations yeah i don't want to oh, we were taught not to talk to strangers and everyone on the bus is a stranger unless you know them stranger danger man stranger danger i don't know I don't know where people got this idea that everybody was chatting away on the bus before phones. That sounds like a nightmare. People read the paper like <laughs> arseholes. I would get sick. You get, never mind the bus, but reading a sort about the bus, that's game over. Oh, man. I, uh, if I see someone reading on, like, a bus, that is a power play. I'm not messing with that person. <laughs> We've gone completely off topic, but the idea of you going, fuck, that man's hard. Fucking hell. <laughs> Just <not> sweat. <laughs> That's an absolute unit over there. Fuck. Reading that paper. Oh, man. Jesus. The broadsheet he's, never. He's on the, he's on the property articles. Fucking hell. Probably has money fuck. as well. <laughs> You just bow down to him as you get off the bus. Um, so we're moving on to our next, I don't know if we're even co- covered face off. Jai Courtney or Liam Hemsworth and Luke Hemsworth. There's there's our picks. Or the Wilson brothers. I'll take those. Oh, the Wilson brothers could work. Uh, or Jamie Foxx and somebody else. <laughs> yeah, or just Jamie Foxx. CGI him. No, Jamie... Jamie Foxx and Frankie Muniz, star of Malcolm in the Middle. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. He's done it. Maybe Hollywood <laughs> takes off glasses. My God, he's done it again. <laughs> um, so we're moving on to our next piece of news, and that is Paul Feig. Or Feige? I think it's Feig. Feig. Uh, Feig, one of them. Yeah, I've, I got it wrong the first two times. But Paul <laughs> Feig, you know, uh, he has been brought in. So, Sean... I've given you the name of the director. There was this little universe that once got tried to start up. It was um, from, oh man, the Dark Universe. <gasps> uh, do you remember the Dark Universe? I remember the opening graphic. So what was the Dark Universe, Sean? Just before I get into this piece of news. Um, so Universal 
uh, a couple of years back in the height of cinematic universes being and interconnected movies being like the biggest thing and the biggest cash cow ever because one company did it successfully uh universal decided yeah. that they were going to make a lot of like monster movies based off classic horror characters and they would all be connected in a universe called the dark universe and they made and one because, movie <laughs> yeah, because all the characters were license free like they yeah, were completely the free to use because they were just monsters yes so you had wolfman and the mummy and everything so they made the mummy in 2017 i think it was 17 and it bombed commercially and everyone said it was no good Tomothy Cruise ship was in it. Tomothy Cruise did his best, but even even yeah. that ship couldn't avoid the iceberg that was <laughs> the Dark Universe. Good, thanks, man. Good. And so they, they, we we take a drink when we were on the radio. We had yeah. this fascination that they had spent so much money making a logo for the Dark Universe and then used yeah. it once. <laughs> Yeah, so the idea was that, like, because they were setting up this whole universe, they had to make, like, a Dark Universe logo. Like, before every Marvel movie, you have that 40 seconds of, like, all the Marvel shots. So their idea was, we have no movies, so we have no shots to use. So what we'll do is we'll change the Universal logo, and it'll come up Universal, and then the world will turn and go dark, and it will come up to Dark Universe. Very clever, don't you get it? Very clear. So we were fascinated by the, the idea because they only released one because this was meant to be like seven movies. But they only released one and they brought one guy in and they must have paid him so much in After Effects or some shit Which, to do this thing. And and like, then I'm sure a lot of it is you're using the same animation as the Universal logo. You're changing <laughs> yeah, some colours clicked- and some text. <laughs> He just clicked on the text and it came up with the little line and he just hit backspace a few times and then just put dark universe. This <laughs> is like perfect. Perfectly Cracks done. <laughs> Another day at the office. Done. Um, so this they got this guy to do this and then he's just out of a job. He did this whole thing and he was the smartest man in this whole place because he must have got paid big and then it only got shown once and he got his paycheck and just fucked off. Yeah, absolutely. Like, he didn't need to hang around and he didn't need to change the logo for the next film or anything. Uh, well, the director of Spy, The Heat, Bridesmaids, Ghostbusters, and A Simple Favour has now been sort of lured back in, Sean. Trapped, if you will. <laughs> trapped by all of the monsters. Because Ooh. he has been brought in to write the new monster movie, Dark Army, for the Dark Universe. Oh. Sean, what are your thoughts? Round two, eh? <laughs> this time it's personal. Dark Army, what does, like, it's got to be vampires, right? Um, I'm assuming. So it, they've literally, there's no actual notes on this. It's just a monster movie that he will write and direct based on an original idea by the director of himself. So by the director, he, he, he will come up with the idea and write it and direct it himself. Okay. Um, does that mean it's not like a classic horror character? See, this raises some logical like I don't know because then the premise um, of problems. the dark universe is is flawed. 
Yeah, but it is still unlicensed if he comes up with him it himself. But that's just making a film. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, my sweet, sweet summer child. No, you're an idiot. Oh, I'm sorry. What he's cleverly doing here is he's come up with a character called um, oh, Immacula. Perfect. I've done it again. Now we're in a weird situation, though, because now in the next few years... We're apparently going to get a lot of... We're getting Morbius the Living Vampire. We're getting Blade. We're getting. We're going to get whatever this is. The Invisible Man. Invisible Man. Uh, probably a Wolfman thing somewhere in there. The Joker. Yeah, probably. The Joker. And then they'll reboot The Mummy again. Yeah, so they are told that the project will include characters from Universal's classic monster library. All the classics. And also original characters created by Feig. Right. See, okay, so that makes it sound like the characters are new, but they're fighting a classic monster. So it's just going to be a normal horror movie, but it's meant to be the dark universe, Sean. This was meant to be led by some sort of Justice League, led by Dracula and the mummy. This was the other fucking thing that we talked about, in that, (laughs) where's it going to go? Like, how do you tie in this? The best way to tie any of this in would be a character like Van Helsing. Yeah, but they they also could have a 40-minute scene in The Mummy where Russell Crowe shouts at his Jekyll and Hyde and just expositions up for a very long time. Thereby setting up the, the next film. Perfect. <laughs> the perfect way to do it. And then Angelina Jolie comes in as the Bride of Frankenstein. See, that was originally meant to be lined up, but now she's part of the Eternals, so I don't think she's going to come back. Do you, oh, you think she's just... I suppose... Because unless she's one of those, uh, I don't know if she'd sign a multi-picture deal with Marvel. Yeah, I think she's one of those actresses that's like, let me be free to do my own thing. I'll come in for one and go for six months and then come back. Actually, in terms of very talented actors and actresses who have been in some awful shite, Angelina Jolie. She, who would you have her face off with, though? Oh. See, that's going to be difficult. Dame Judi Dench. You know what? Dame JD could pull that off. She could pull anything off. She's one of the greatest actresses of all time. I think we should test that theory. (laughs) We'll start a petition. We'll we'll crash change.org. So Angelina Jolie, Judy Dench. Sequel, Jamie Foxx, Helen Mirren. Let's see what they're made of. Versus Russell (laughs) Crowe. Versus Russell Crowe. Expositioning as he's Jekyll and Hyde. I think we've solved this, man. I think we've yes, fixed the dark uh, universe. And face off. <laughs> and face off. We somehow came back to face off. <laughs> I just love face off. Um, so yeah, what do you think of this idea? I think he's a very, I don't know, as a directing choice, it's actually quite left field, I think. You, you um, I'm not sure how left field... You, I'm not saying you're wrong. I just I don't know where you're coming from there. Well, in terms of he's just done Bridesmaids, Spy, The Heat, and Ghostbusters, they don't really strike me as monster movie Justice League. That's very true. Kind of thing. Different different teams, I would say. Like Ghostbusters, probably, but that's probably the least well received of the four I mentioned. Yeah, looking at this like positively, um, 
we've often said that we're not into just straight up gory horror. No. Like, I would love to, like, old school horror, where it's just, it's a monster and you're fighting it, and that's what makes it a horror. I think that would be quite a cool thing to see how that's done in 2021 or whenever this comes out. Yeah, okay. Um, looking at also that movies, everyone should go watch Spy, because that movie is ridiculous. Ridiculously um, good or bad? Oh, do, do, I, I like it. I just like Jason Statham just being a fucking maniac in the whole movie. You're thinking of Crank? <laughs> no, he's in Spy as well, with Melissa McCarthy. Oh man, I might give that a go. Oh yeah, it's it's actually quite a fun movie. Um, I don't think it did that well in the cinemas, but I I remember I watched it. and I went, "This is ludicrous." If you just get past, there's one scene where Melissa McCarthy falls over because, like, she's now an Oscar nominee. She's actually a pretty good actress, but she does rely on the old falling over a bit quite a the lot. The old slapstick. She loves a bit of the slapstick, and we can't pay, pay her. She gets paid for it. What she gets can paid you do? A lot of money. She gets paid a lot of money to fall over. And look, if I could do that for a living, I would. You better you better believe um, I would. So the dark universe is coming back, Sean. I'm excited. I'm 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 hopeful. I'm hopeful. It's that given is... me hope. Oh man, this is like every single time. This is a dub and dub. We were like, so you're saying there's a chance? Yeah, there's a Th- chance. That is what you're doing here. <laughs> there's also a big chance that Universal could fuck this up again. When have they ever fucked up a movie? They've never done it. Why would they make up a whole opening after only just doing one movie? And actually, that movie must not have even been completed when they created that opening because it would have had to have been created for that one movie. How confident do you have to be that that movie's going to do well? To be like, we'll do the opening now before the first one does well. Do you think they'll change it? Do you think they'll change the opening for the next one? I think every Universal movie, regardless of team, should have that opening just because they get the money's worth. <laughs> What, what's another universal property? <laughs> I can't remember. But there are probably some like rom coms or something. You bring out a rom com that starts with that uni- dark universe logo. I'm all in. <laughs> I will watch that just for the hope that something happens. <laughs> Dracula just turns up at the end. Um, so we're moving on to our next piece of news, and that is James Cameron, our favorite submarine man, the Big JC. Sean- the big JC. Now we talked about him last week in regards to Terminator, but you might rem- you might uh, remember that I would say maybe a month and a half ago now, a certain Avengers movie uh, bypassed his beloved Avatar one as the highest grossing movie of all time. Still a bit disappointed by that, but yeah. Yeah, look, we were all very excited about Avatar. We thought it'd be number one forever. But unfortunately, good things all have to die. And the mediocre Avengers overtook it. Now, what happened here is James Cameron, he put out a little tweet or a face. I think he put out, I think it was a tweet or an Instagram post right afterwards. And it was very, like, condescending. But like, oh, I'm glad you did that. Fair play. Yeah. But like... It's like, oh, somebody had to do it, kind of thing. <laughs> but now they've interviewed him, and he's gone into more detail, as JC is one to do. So, JC's working hard. He's working hard in certain movies at the minute. Not Terminator, unfortunately, but other movies. Other four um, movies. Other four movies that we will mention in the next quotation, because it, they asked him about what he thought about the number one spot in movies, he, him losing that spot for the first time in... How many years? Jesus. Uh, Nine? Ten? Eight? 
in the, I, I think it was 2009 if Avatar came out, yeah. Oh man, I forgot um, what year so, it was. Yeah, it's 2019, man. Oh man. Um, so, oh man. Oh man. <laughs> so, I'm so late for that appointment. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Um, grandma's still waiting there. <laughs> it's been three years. Um, so they interviewed him and they said, What do you think about Avengers taking your spot? A very loaded question. And JC handled it with a lot of class because he said, It gives me a lot of hope. Catches us all off guard. Yeah, what's so, that about? A lot of hope about what, JC? He says, Avengers Endgame is is proof that people will go still go see a movie in the movie theatres. The thing that scared me most about making Avatar 2 and 3 was that the market might have, <laughs> might have shifted so much that it was simply no longer possible to get people that excited about going and sitting in a dark room with a bunch of strangers to watch something. But now, after seeing Avengers, I can only think of all the good things that people will still go to see movies in the theaters sean what are your thoughts on this <laughs> so oh this is this is genius but also stupid <laughs> this wouldn't normally be news because it's just gonna be us ragging on jc but at the same time i just thought it was funny because <laughs> i thought that is like the best quote that's the most james cameron quote i've ever read this is the most danger he's ever put himself in though in terms of <laughs> like a rise before a fall because he's like, because he's saying that, oh, people will still come and see movies in the cinema. So if no one sees Avatar 2. Yes, that could be an issue. But he's banking on Avatar breaking Avengers Endgame. Right oh, absolutely now. he is. But I don't think it'll come close. What? Well, I mean, no. I'm... It'll come close. Go on. It'll come close. I, you I, think? I can't see it knocking it off. I think Marvel are petty enough that they'll re-release it. <laughs> Who's pettier, Marvel or James Cameron? At the minute, James Cameron. But I, when threatened... I love, <laughs> when back to do a corner, Disney will fuck all your shit up. Um, I like that he's very nice in the first layer. It's like, okay, this is just common PR. But then very subtly, he's like, the thing that scared me the most about making Avatar 2 and Avatar 3, which is what I'm making currently. I'm working on that, that <laughs> Just to raise a bit of hype. Because let's not all forget, Avatar needs four sequels. Yeah, oh, just to tell that story perfectly. I didn't feel like it was a full story in the first one. Not that I can remember what happened at the end, but I feel like it wasn't a full circle. I think I needed more. Yeah, we need to find out just where... Like, But it didn't even set anything up. There's no hype about it. It was so long ago. <laughs> I, have you not felt the hype about 2 and 3? I cannot wait no, the only, for these to arrive. The only person I've ever talked about Avatar 2 and 3 with is you, <laughs> and we consistently shit on it. So you're saying there's a chance that it's going to be the biggest movie of all time? You know what? It could be, but I won't see it. I, there's no way. If it breaks a billion, I will be fascinated. Yeah, I can't see Because... Like, 3D isn't that big of a thing anymore. And that's a lot of Avatar's ticket sales. You know? I think... what? How does he, how does he make Avatar 2 stand out then? Like... 
3D was what got it off the ground in the first place. So Avatar 2, you can't play the same trick because people don't like 3D anymore. So how do you overcome that odds? Do you go backwards one level and maybe give them the green, the blue and red glasses again? That's um, an option. Or like, I don't know, you put someone in one of the avatars? Arnold Schwarzenegger. What? <laughs> As Terminator. Of course. <laughs> he turns up and people don't even question it. He's just there. I mean, that would build some... Oh, and then <laughs> you get the dude from the end of The Predator in. Oh, can I have these gloves in a 36 log? Yeah, that's how gloves work. If <laughs> oh, anyone doesn't know or never listened to our Christmas Worst movies of 2018 list. Sean had like a 20 minute rant about the movie. Was it just called Predator? It's called The Predator. The Predator. And it's obviously just involving the Predator and they all fight him or whatever. At the very end, the guy puts on the Predator suit and he's like, he like fits it on and then he looks at somebody and in a really cool last line says, do these gloves come in a 36 log? Yeah, and we cause... spent four, 15 minutes going, gloves don't come in that size. He doesn't know how gloves work and he's meant to protect us from predators. Because it's, <laughs> it's, it's not that it's a predator suit. It's a glove that, that they call the predator killer. But the glove tells them its name. Which yeah, it's the stupidest yeah. thing. No, it's amazing. I think that's the best ending line to any movie ever. So I think that if you made it so that um, whatever the Avatar planet is called, Pandora? If if Pandora is one side of a planet and the other side Mm. is the Predator homeworld, that is how you save Avatar. And and in the middle, there's just that one guy, and he's just in a glove shop, and he's just quietly listening as the man behind the counter explains the sizes to him. So they're no, small, see, medium, just, large, extra large. It, they're just hands, man. There's not really a 36 long. There can't be a 36 regular. It's just your hand. It's just a hand. And by all <laughs> accounts, this, this glove... Because the glove, like, scales to a person's body. He's back on it. This is a rant from, what, 10 months ago? (laughs) 10 months ago, and I'm still a bit pissed off about it, because we see it go on to another scientist who's a completely different build to whatever that dude's name is. He plays Rick Flagg. No, he doesn't. He doesn't even. He just looks like him. Oh, it's not Joel Kinnaman. No, it's not, because he's all right. He he wouldn't say such a line. No, he wouldn't. <laughs> He's a different height. He's a different leg length. <laughs> He's a 36 regular. Everyone knows that about his gloves. And Joel Everyone is fine knows. with is fine. He's not going to go around asking for 36 long. It'll be too big. It'll be no point. <laughs> he, he looks silly. It's uh, Boyd Holbrook. <laughs> oh. And his first name is and Quinn. You, and you feel like he, him as an actor didn't pull that line off. I don't think Tom Hanks could have pulled that line off. Oh, Tom Hanks would have done it, but it would have been funny. Yeah, but I don't think... I think that guy, he was genuinely looking for that glove side. Maybe in America, that's how gloves work, but I can't... That's, that I can't be, yeah. fathom why. Oh, look, they're, they're, they're living a life we can only dream of. <laughs> why, why are you doing 36 long in a glove? <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. America, explain. 
Um, moving on to our next piece of news, and that is oh, also James Cameron. Good job, man. I think Avatar Two is going to make seven billion dollars. You keep making them. You keep, keep doing making it, James. them all there. Do your best. You do you, and we'll support you. Um, we're moving on to big news in regards to the Mission Impossible movie, Sean. Oh, because Christopher Christopher McQuarrie, the writer and director of the last two, I think, or I know who the last Christopher three. Christopher McQuarrie is. Yeah, I was not telling you, but <laughs> <laughs> um, but he has confirmed that Haley Atwell will be appearing in the next two Mission Impossible movies, which is. Pretty great casting, if I do say so myself. Hayley Atwell as um, in Agent Carter. Agent Carter, Hayley Atwell, yes. Okay, that's a... She's good pe- in things. Pe- she's a very good actress. And I mean, you have Tom Cruise until he's at least 75 years old. So you might as well use him. That's true. Yeah, he's an older man, isn't he? He's 60 now, isn't he? 58, no fucking 59? way is he 60. What? I think he's nearly 60. Connor, do a Googs um, there, will you? Oh, <laughs> I know you did a Googs for that Boyd <laughs> Holbrook guy and you cheated. I know you did. So, uh, look, hang on. No, look, we can't all have infinite Googs, Connor. Sometimes I have to, I have to do a secret Googs. So, okay, Tom Cruise, Tomity Cruise shit. No, don't type that. Tom-ity they won't Cru- understand. Tommy cruise ship is Wikipedia. Tell me, come on. <laughs> he is fifty-seven years old. That's older than he looks. Yeah, he was born in nineteen sixty-two. Good God, that's yeah. I keep. He looks great. He, I mean, he—it's the lizard skin, man. That'll keep you young forever. <laughs> the lizard skin, absolute. Every lizard looks young. Absolutely, it's a, it's a known fact of the lizard community. Ask David Attenborough; he knows. But like, they've got Haley Atwell in, who I think is going to be a pretty good addition to this cast because the last two Mission Impossible movies have been really good. They've found their niche. Yeah, they've leaned into what makes them great, and so now just which is like lean further in. Yeah, lunacy. Lunacy is what makes these movies great, so and, you might as well go all in. And you have a lead who will kill himself. Yeah. yeah, you will have a lead who will kill himself. You will let, put him in situations where he can kill himself. It's fine. Do you th- oh man, do you think if he did, that, that, like, do you think before he does a major stunt, he's just like, look, if it happens, use the footage. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? He would. He'd be like, if I get decapitated, do you don't. Put it in the fucking movie, Chris. Put it in the movie. Like, I, like I don't think they would, but I think he would want them to. No, it, no, it would be in his will. He put it in his fucking will. He would. Oh, and then it would leak online. As like the Henry Henry Cavill is in these movies that he's pumping up his arms. If you get a scene where Henry Cavill accidentally punches Tom Cruise's head straight off his body, Henry's devastated. Tom's loving life for those ten seconds he's still alive. If, if he's you still freeze for him, if you freeze for him just before the fist hits him, he has never been happier. <laughs> the big smiley head on him. Oh man, just he just thinks everything's funny. In fairness to him. He does. Um, I, do, I do think that Hayley Atwell will be a good addition to that. And she does spy stuff yeah. very well, as we know. 
Well, she does spice up. She has played Peggy Carter. So, like, she's good at that kind of uh, genre. And also, one, she's a very good actress. And I think she will be able to handle Tom Cruise. Now, Tom Cruise is obviously... His charisma, it, like, bursts out of those screens. But the problem with, I found a few of the movies is that, like, they put him surrounded by characters that just can't match that. They put him surrounded whereas, by regular people, yeah. Regular, and you can't match that. Whereas, like, Hayley Atwell and Henry Cavill, I think, can kind of back that up. That, yeah, like, they yeah. can kind of stand in the same seat and be like, and you won't look just at Tom Cruise. Yeah, because they're all very, very accomplished and very good at their jobs. Yes. Yeah, I think, I think... I have high hopes. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm excited I, about it. Because they've been good up till now. As, as I said, they kind of found their niche. Now, number two is really crazy. but And it's, it's best Tom Cruise hair, number two. But True. not the best movie. No, not that's, the best movie. they were still finding their feet. And it was, it was a different time. It, I think four is like... Three is actually... I think three is quietly really good. Three. I don't remember three hardly at all. Three is I. Th- I really like three, um, and four is the one when it opens with the skyscraper. Ah, oh, yes, a great one. <laughs> That's the best. And then Simon Pegg comes in. Or I think he might be in three, but yeah, th- like I think these Mission Impossible movies, Tom Cruise seems to just get crazier, and he just does weirder stunts as it goes on. So I'm really hoping to see what he does in the next one. Um, do you think, I have a question, not in regards to any sort of movie news, but do you think his co-actors think he's really crazy, or they just think, he's a wild guy, wow, I really want to invite him to things? I don't know, I don't imagine, I don't know what Tom Cruise does in his spare time, I think he just sits in a corner and waits. (laughs) Just never blinking, eyes wide open, and he has a knife, and he has his hand splayed out on the table... And he's got a knife and he's just going between his fingers. Because he just wants to feel adrenaline. He just wants to feel something, man. Just feel something. It just... My God. Um, so, <laughs> and we finished ragging on Tom Cruise. Actually, we... I quite like Tom Cruise and just his manic energy. Yeah, I think, he, like... You know what you're in for with a Tom Cruise flick, don't you? There's going to be a female cat lead who's 40 years younger than him. And... He, she's going to be madly in love with Tom Cruise for some reason. And Tom Cruise is going to be in every seat and is suspiciously the same height as everyone. That's all you need. We've got, we're on to a need. winner. Henry Cavill is 6'3 or something. <laughs> How is that possible? Well, look, the, him and Tom Cruise always see eye to eye. <laughs> they do. Every scene, they look the exact same. I couldn't figure it out. I was like standing there looking at it like, Henry Cavill is legit 6'3". Like, like, I know this. This, this is make, a fact. <laughs> I don't... This doesn't make any sense. Um, we're moving on to a bit of um, fantasy casting, I suppose. Oh. But the actor himself has come out. So, we were talking a lot about villains in regards to the new uh, upcoming Batman movie with um, Mr. Robbie P. But We're not calling him that. Uh, d- no, maybe not. Uh, Robbie... Robbie Pats? Yeah, Robbie Bats. Or Pats. Mm, oh, maybe. Robert Battinson. I think that's already been come up about five million times. Oh no! Oh no! I've done it again. You know what's even worse is you were so genuine in thinking you'd come up with something really genius, but I'm pretty sure that was like the first thing people thought of. No, listen, because his name is Pattinson. 
<laughs> I get it. No, it's clever. I get it, though. <laughs> you have to read between the lines. Um, We're going to call you Connor re- Dickhead. Oh, that's... But look, not the first I either. Uh, Eddie Redman... Eddie Redman has come out because he says he would like to play the Riddler, Sean. I um, could see that. They said, what DC character or Marvel character would you like to play? And he said, I'd love to play the Riddler. Sean, what do you think of that? Um... I, I don't, see, I don't know much about Eddie Redmayne. Maybe he doesn't have a great rogues gallery in his head. Um, Maybe. I can, I can see, I like, see, I like a younger Riddler in, uh, you know, in, in my Batman stories. You like a younger Riddler, why? I just think it's better, like, it's a better foil for Bruce Wayne that this young fuck is very intelligent and thinks he can beat Batman. But what about a younger Batman as well? What happens if the Batman is also oh, younger? Oh, I forgot that. I forgot yes. that. Um, Did you forget about Robert Pattinson four seconds after coming up with Robert Pattinson? Yeah. <laughs> right, it's fair enough. It's <laughs> fine. Best it's to fine. be honest here, I did. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> see, the, now they're leaning dangerously into the territory of that... Uh, they know each other, or they grew up around each other. If they're the, if they're the same yeah. age, which only works for Hush. Yes, that's actually a very good point. I think, I think every ca- either every villain has to be older or younger. But it's it's hard to do with a young Batman. I suppose it could be a younger Joker. But can Eddie Redmayne play like a out of college Riddler? Does he look that young? I think so. He looks quite young when he's in the Harry Potter movie, the Fantastic he, Beasts. Uh, I suppose he does. Yeah, I think. He, I think as a character actor, I think he would be really good as the Riddler. But also, you run the risk that it would be very similar to Jim Carrey. I don't know that he'd go full crazy Riddler. I think he would go shy, reserved, neurotic, but a, a, you know, hyper intelligent Riddler. I actually kind of like somewhere in between. I like confident Riddler. Like, I love the Riddler who's not shy or anything, but he's not as mental as Jim Carrey. I I like the guy who's just like, I'm the smartest man in every room, and it's just not a question. So he's just kind of condescending, is how I like the Riddler. That's pretty good. But now, here's the thing as well, is that, and I, I haven't said this on the podcast yet, but since watching... Spider-Man Far From Home, I think Jake Gyllenhaal would be a great Riddler. Uh, I think Jake Gyllenhaal would be great at many, many things. But, like, you know the manipulation and everything that he does in Far From Home? That but the Riddler. See, I can see that. But are you talking in terms of manipulation, like, by becoming friends with people? And then, like, using that against them. No, sorry, I, don't I mean... the Riddler's about that. No, I mean, in the like, he has everything planned out. And he has a plan. Okay. Everything goes according to plan all the time, and he knows what to do. Yeah, no, I think... I think... I think it works a lot better if the Riddler just thinks he's... A, I... In my head, the Riddler's uh, battle with uh, Batman normally comes from the fact that he's, like... I'm the smartest man in every room. I look down on all of these peasants, to use a word that is normally used on this show. Mm-hmm. But that's what he he looks he looks down on these people like 
I am the smartest man here. Why am I not getting this attention? And he sees the like the bat signal in the sky. And he's like, why does he get all the attention? Well, I'm clearly better than him. Because he's and so then, good. Yeah, because I. But in his in Riddler's logic, that doesn't work. Um, and so he spends the whole time testing Batman to be like, are you worthy of my time? In a weird way, and then eventually he becomes obsessed with Batman. I get you. Yeah. And I think Eddie Redmayne could pull that off. I think so too. And also props to him for picking the one comic book role that doesn't require you to get jacked. <laughs> yeah. I think a lot of people are like, you know what? I'd love to play the Riddler. Yeah. You know that? <laughs> just, I, w- I just want to eat my regular food. Um, um, actually, maybe Clayface, because you could get away with playing Clayface, because they'll just do a lot of that in CGI. That's true. Yeah, okay, there's the two. But we just want a Clayface film. <laughs> I think we're just obsessed with Clayface. Aren't we all? Um, I No, I think Eddie Redman will be very good as the Riddler. I think he, I don't I don't think he'd play it crazy. I think he'd play it uh, kind of like how you're saying, maybe confident and maybe overconfident and smart. Yeah, arrogant at all times. All times. I love. Yeah, I'd love to see Eddie Redman playing a bad dude. E- e- even when he's about to lose... He's arrogant. When was the last time he played a bad guy? It was um, in the Wachowskis movie. What's that called? Uh, where Channing Tatum has goat legs. Or oh, Jupiter Ascending? Jupiter Ascending. How did you get it from <laughs> Channing Tatum has goat legs? That's very specific. It's a very specific thing, but fair enough. It's the one yes. fact I know about that film. Yeah, Jupiter Ascending. He's the bad guy in that. Now he's That movie came out, I think it was like two months after he won the Oscar. Oh, and so everyone had is, hype for it. <laughs> and it, it was terrible, a terrible movie, and he's just hamming it up to the absolute nth degree. It was one of those, I think, where, like, he did a take, and he just went so far the other way, and nobody told him to stop. Right. Nobody was like, maybe rain it back. They, just like, yeah, they, like, recorded his warm-up. <laughs> yeah, as he got into character. But uh, I think that was the only time I've ever seen him play a bad guy. Normally he's just uh, in the... Fantastic Beats are where to find them. He's kind of just like, oh, he spends the whole movie going, oh. There's actually, there's a really just good like video, actually. Um, I for, It's it's by a channel on YouTube called Pop Culture Detective. And okay. it's how Newt Scamander is like a kinder form of masculinity. Because okay. he everything about him, he just wants to help. He just wants to make things better. He won't fight if he doesn't have to. And he's like, he exhibits uh, tendencies that people on the aut- autism spectrum uh, that they exhibit, and how he's just this. Wow, re- you just you just made me look like a complete. Dick. No, 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 no. Because no, in the second, no, because here's the thing: in the second movie, they change it all, and I know that's the one you saw most recently. Oh, the second one is awful. I absolutely despise that one. Yes, but the first one is like this genuinely nice, wholesome dude. And so to go from that yeah. to the Riddler, I think, will be an interesting change to see. I, I would I would like to see it happen. Um, another thing that I am excited to see, but not really, I, that was just used for the segue, Marvel's <laughs> Hawkeye Disney Plus series. I have to be honest, Sean. Uh, what's this about? Marvel's Hawkeye D- Disney Plus series. Here's the thing. We're asking, what's this about? Well, I have one casting that kind of caught my eye because Haley Steinfeld has been cast as Kate Bishop. Kate Bishop? In the Disney, 
as in the Disney Plus series. Sean, who is Kate Bishop? Kate Bishop is Hawkeye. What? Yes, I know. Uh, mm-hmm. You In the comics, at one point, at many points, Hawkeye, Clint Barton, gives up being Hawkeye. And so Kate Bishop, who was his, like, protege, who and I can't remember what her name was before she was Hawkeye, but she takes up the mantle of Hawkeye, and Hawkeye went off to be Ronan for a while. So, yeah, it's 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 like um, uh, Roy Harper taking over as Green Arrow. Exactly, yeah, that it's the same set of skills, and but it's a new character, so they can write it yes. differently and write different stories so, that they haven't written for seventy years. So I said at the start that she's been cast. What I will say is that Variety are reporting that she has been offered the role. So not officially confirmed, but she has been offered the role if she wants it. Um, she recently appeared in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, where she played Gwen Stacy. So she is actually already had a role in the MCU, but I'm sure that won't stop her. Or she has already had a Marvel character, I should say. But that won't stop her being in the MCU, I'm sure. Didn't stop Chris Evans. Did not stop Chris Evans at all. Bring back the human torch is what I said. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Um, <laughs> He'd never do it. Just in the same movie. No, absolutely not. Um, but that's interesting yeah, so though she, because, sorry, um, Kate Bishop is in the Young Avengers. Is she? Yeah. She's one of the members of the Young Avengers and like, say you got Kate Bishop, say you got, as we talked about on Hero Zero last week, we talked about Nova who's a young character, he's also in Young Avengers. You could build a little Young Avengers team for Disney+. Plus. And do you think that would actually be a good idea? Like, would people watch a Young Avengers? I suppose they would if you build the characters correctly. Like, think of how much hype there was for New Mutants, which was a young cast. Yeah. Like, I know we and joke if, about it now, but it- when that trailer came out, people were excited. And if it does well enough, you could technically just move them up to the actual Avengers. Yeah, that's another idea. That that you start them off on Disney+, Plus, let people know them, and then bring them into a film, maybe. Yeah, um, and this casting is very interesting, because Jeremy Renner is involved in this. Like, he is playing Clint Barton, but uh, this would be a good way that he does the first season. And I'm sure Jeremy Redder wants to go off and make more apps or some shit. That's but a fucking joke, he, isn't it? <laughs> it didn't cover a weird news, what can you do? Uh, he does the first season, and then at the end of the first season, he passes it on to her. And she has then a whole another season on Disney Plus to herself. Yeah, and that like that totally works. Because you set set them up as equal characters and then just drop the old Hawkeye. Because I... A lot of the old guard of Marvel have kind of are moving on, and I can totally see Renner being like the next phase of that. Well, I think that's the best way to do it. Is like, um, in in wrestling, there's a whole thing where like the old guy, if you have like this real old wrestler, he should lose to the new guy because it makes the new guy look amazing. Yeah. it's the same with the movies. Like they did it with um, Iron Man. Like he technically passed on passed on his stuff to Spider Man. And that would have been perfect if he didn't go back to Sony. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's a whole other story. But, like, originally the idea was Tony Stark passes it on to Peter Parker. Peter Parker's the new generation. And then when he gets too old, he'll pass it on to probably Miles Morales. Kevin Feige probably planned 40 years in the future. We don't know. But you use the old guard to 
as their last way to pass on the honour. And because we trust them, when they pass on the honour, we'll pr- hopefully see the next character in the same light. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a really good way of putting it, that you're just bettering the new version by showing them taking over from the old version. Yeah. Um, it's, it's not like you just go, this is the new guy. And no, everyone's like, well, what happened to the other? No, it doesn't matter. This one's better. Yeah, like like when we switched actors for Rhodey. <laughs> yeah, everybody was devastated. Um, so <laughs> we're finishing off Movie Mondays this week, Sean, with a bit of James Gunnington news. Um, here's the thing. Suicide Squad. Yeah, uh, it's a movie that is coming out, and it feels like I've covered this like every fucking week on this show. But I'm sick. Uh, of anyway. Final, I'm absolutely sick in my hands about this stupid. Fu- no, forget. Uh, the Suicide Squad is coming out with James Gunn, and what he has done this week is he posted on his social media. Um, let's never mention James Gunn's social media again. But <laughs> he did. He did mention on his social media. He put up a picture of all of the cast. Of his Suicide Squad movie. All of the names in one place. Good God. That's an expensive and he, cast. He, it's, a, it's an expensive cast, one. And two, he say, he put the tagline, don't get too attached. So, um, there's no mention of Slipknot. So, I don't know who to get attached to this That's time. That's true. There's only because one Slipknot, man to get attached to. Slipknot took my heart the first time. I just hope that he appears again. And this time, he escapes, but better. Oh, I hope it happens the exact same way. <laughs> hey, look over there! Whoa! <laughs> now, if you don't, if you don't mind me, I'm the man who can climb anything. Okay, what goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's a cl- cult classic. He's a hero. <laughs> um. So, what's this? What's this new big cast like? Oh. So it's not the new big cast. I think we've kind of covered all of the actors who are in it. But what this is, is like they're all in one confirmed place. Because for the last few weeks, it's been a lot of this guy's rumoured. This guy's rumoured. This guy could be in it. We don't know. Um, So what we have this week is obviously confirmed is Margot Robbie, Jai Courtney, Viola Davis and Joel Kinnaman. From the first one, they're back in. Yeah. So that's Harley Quinn, Captain Boomerang, Amanda Waller, and Rick Flagg. So you think you have to kind of bring them back. But really, once you have Margot Robbie and Viola Davis, you're kind of set. Out of those four. Yeah, that's, you have Oscar winners there. Yeah, you're pretty okay. So, And of course, Jai Courtney, respect to the big man. Uh, everyone's favourite. Um, Thanks, Sam so other <laughs> Thank you, Sam Worthington. Um, other familiar names includes oh, I've butchered this every single time. David Deschmalian, I bit better that time. Daniel Daniela Melchior, Steve Gee, Idris Elba, Storm Reed, John Cena, Flula Borg, Nathan Fillion, Pete Davidson, Taika Waititi, Jesus. and Peter Capaldi. That's unreal. <laughs> Isn't that a ridiculous cast? That, I didn't know Pete Davidson was in it even. And not only that, but Michael Rooker has now been confirmed along with Sean Gunn, who I assume uh, Sean just gets brought in on all the casts. Yeah, Sean is like his writing. Like, yeah, so... Those are Guardians of the Sh- Galaxy alumni as well. 
You see, you've got Sean Gunn, you've got Michael Rooker, who's back in, Idris Elba, Taika Wahiti, Peter Capaldi, Idris Elba, yeah, Idris Elba, you have Nathan Fillion, John Cena, that is, I'm not really looking at Pete Davidson, but the rest of them are, that's pretty strong. Yeah, like, Pete Davidson, let's be honest, probably a comedy role. Um, yes. Also, I just realised something, Sean Gunn is in the cast for Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Is he the first actor to go from Marvel to DC and then presumably back again? Um, That's a good point. Um, And he'll probably do in two years of each other. Yeah. Uh, I don't... Actually, I think he might be. Although I don't know that for sure, but he could be the first person to go back and forth that quickly. Yeah, like, I don't know off the top of my head, but that just seems interesting to me. Yeah, Sean Gunn just has free reign. Although, technically, James Gunn's the first director to do that as well. Man, the guns know what they're doing. They just kind of... Well, they got fired from one, and then they got onto the other one, and then Marvel were like, oh, fuck, we just gave away one of our best directors. We just gave away a billion dollars. (laughs) We just gave away a billion dollars, basically. Let's bring them back. So, the the thing about this is, for the last few weeks, we've been kind of getting dribs and drabs of this news, but... I wanted to cover this because seeing all those names together in one place, and I did—I haven't even covered them all, but like they're the major standout names, and like that is that what he's done here is because the first one didn't do so well. I think this time he has co- come together with this cast that is just there is no weak link in this one, really. No, like this is a power move if I've ever seen one. Yeah. Where, like, you can't look at that cast list and say it's bad. And here's the thing, right? The major news that you actually haven't picked up on is one name that I have not mentioned that is in the, is not in this cast. Big Willie? Noticeable by... <laughs> no, not Big Willie. Big Willie! No, not Big Willie. Um, another man. A man who is loved on this show... A man oh. who has his own news segment on this show. A man who's a bit of a laugh. A bit of a joker, if you will. Joaquin we have one Phoenix. Jared... The one Joaquin... <laughs> one Jack Nicholson. No, um, Jared Leto, from, famous from Leto News on the Heroes for Hire podcast, is not mentioned in this cast. Which means we got 10 minute, minutes of footage of the Joker in Suicide Squad 1 and he was he will never be seen again. Never heard from again. That's... Thoughts. That, again, power move if I've ever seen one. <laughs> like, I, was, is anyone surprised? See, no. Which is the strangest thing because like when you think about it, that should have been a foregone conclusion that maybe if... Would we have been excited if Jared Leto was back? Is what I would say. But James Gunn is doing him. Um, I think mm. I, I I think we would have had a lot of talks about like where the where the where Jared thinks the power dynamic is and where it actually is. Yeah, because then it gets into who's more is it who's more powerful, the greatest actor in the world or James Gunn? We don't know. <laughs> It's Viola Davis. The answer is always Viola, Viola Davis. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> you know what? Jared Leto was on that first cast thinking, I'm the greatest actor ever. Actually, yeah, he's such a character actor because he's so good. 
he had to be in the role of Joker. You know right well that Viola Davis, who's one of the best actresses of all time, just strolled on the set. I was just like, all right, say action, let's go. Viola Davis (laughs) did her job. (laughs) Like a normal human. Like, I I don't know. she didn't send any used condoms. I haven't heard one story of Viola Davis sending used condoms to Margot Robbie. And that is a good testament to the woman. <laughs> that is a ringing endorsement of Ms. Davis. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so Jared Leto will no longer be returning in Suicide Squad. It's not Suicide Squad 2, but it's also not a reboot. He's very, he's very um, careful, James Gunn, not to mention num- the number two. Yeah, it's just called The Suicide Squad. It's it's not even a reboot. It's kind of I don't know what it is. It's just he's just taking those characters, but it's like um in the comic book series where a new writer just comes in. Yeah. I would love if this film opened with Viola Davis, like giving a talk and it's just like, look, we tried this <laughs> once before. We didn't have the right people involved. And then just in the back, you just hear Big Willie. <laughs> yes, that's right. We didn't exactly. have. We had Big Willie. Exactly. That was what was wrong. We had Big Willie. But I'd love, um, I know. I have a feeling that he's gonna like hang a lampshade on it. I think you have to. Yeah, and if you do it in universe, it makes more sense. Do you think Margot Robbie will have a scene where Harley Quinn is just kind of like, "We've already got a one trip. I can't wait to go again." Yeah, like any characters. That that have previously met, sure, bring him in, like like address but that fact. I have one other major question, which is he put that post up under the the tagline, mentioning that we shouldn't get too attached to any of these people. Yeah, Sean, I am about to say one of my favorite things with the Suicide Squad. I think, hmm, I'm picking one person here. Nathan Fillion's head should explode in the first four minutes. You think it's going to be Fillion? Um, maybe Taika, or maybe Idris Elba would be a massive power move. That would be. Um, that would say I I, don't, I can do anything I want. So I, I kind of like uh, David Malian and Daniel Mel- Daniela Melchior. They're coming in as like Ratcatcher and Polka Dot Man. So I don't think you can kill them straight up because I think that's. That's a joke. If you kill Polka Dot Man in the first five minutes, that's a joke people kind of see coming. But if you bring in Idris Elba Peace, or John Cena... Or, yeah. Uh, I think John, John Cena's rumoured to play Peacemaker, but we don't know if it's not confirmed yet. But, I mean, I can assume... Or maybe Michael Rooker. You either kill Michael Rooker, Idris Elba, John Cena, Nathan Fillion or Taika. Because I think they're big enough names that people will be like, I'm so excited to see them. First five minutes, they refuse to go on a mission. Viola Davis explodes her fucking head. It's done. I, I do think it will be a group exploding. Like, I can you see think? Pete Davidson going as well. Oh, maybe he could die, yeah. I could see him. Because I just like the idea. They did that in um, Assault on Arkham, the animated movie. Where, uh, they, I think I've talked about this before. Probably have. But they introduced... Um, I can't remember, it's a Russian hero, or a Russian villain at the start of the movie, and they gave everybody their intros, like they did in the first Suicide Squad movie. Um, and like you have them doing something cool, and then their name pops up in like really cool music. And they did this for like seven characters. And then they all get kidnapped, and um, 
not Viola Davis, but <laughs> what's her character name again? Amanda Waller. Uh, Amanda Waller walks into the room and she's like, I want you all to join the Suicide Squad. You all have bombs in your head. And he looks at her and he says, this is bollocks. There's no bomb in my head. Why are you lying to me? And he tries to walk out and his head immediately explodes. First, like that is first 90 seconds. Yeah. And immediately, immediately the stakes are, oh shit. Yeah, if you do it that soon and that suddenly, people pay attention to the to the risks. R- rather than Slipknot, where he, the man who can climb anything, where we said, he's a dead man walking from literally the moment. And we had no emotional connection. No, I think like, it works even 10 his times death, better. It, his death was hilarious <laughs> because yeah. he, his head exploded as he's, he was flying up a rope. <laughs> so he just kind of flew. What a hero. R.I.P. to the big man. Also, pour one out for Slipknot. If Slipknot uses ropes, he can't climb anything. He can just climb a rope. <laughs> What's the rope on? Anything. So, take around the box. You climb know a I mean? waterfall. Oh, actually, that's a good point. Yeah, he can't climb waterfalls. Climb the air. <laughs> climb the air. No, he can't climb air. He has to be a solid. He has to be a solid thing. You're right. Um, yeah, I think... I think you take out one of the big name actors. And I think I think Taika Waititi would do that. First five minutes, you just bring him in to blow up his head. Yeah, I think you're right. I, I, or maybe Taika isn't big enough. Maybe Idris Elba, John Cena? I don't... I can't pick one out. Nathan Fillion is, a, is actually a decent choice because he's big enough, but we also haven't heard much about him in this film. Yeah, and he's too busy playing... Um, on in the Uncharted movie, so he's oh, Nathan be busy. Drake, yeah, definitely. Oh yeah, and Firefly's coming <laughs> yeah. back too. Oh, absolutely, season two on its way, on its way. Um, <laughs> I think that's it for uh, Movie Mondays this week, Sean. Been a been a decent week of of news. Yeah, been, I I was quite excited about the Suicide Squad casting, and then that just got me thinking into the storyline itself. And uh, that is released August sixth, twenty twenty one. So two years. The two years, but they're already they're already releasing the cast and everything. So all the excitement. Uh, Jared could be brought back at any moment. Uh, Sean, do you want to take us out? Yes, thanks everyone very much for listening to this episode of Movie Mondays. We'll be back on Wednesday with an episode of Weird News Wednesday, Friday with an episode of Hero Zero, and next Monday with one more episode of Movie Mondays. Um, big thank. Oh, actually, oh. I was meant to I was meant to ask people. Sorry, um, about the Hero Zero. There is a week 50 coming up, um, and I was rumoured to do a certain character at week 50. Now, would you like me to do the character at week 50 or week 52? Because week 52 is technically the year since we started the show. It's all up in the air. That's true. So, I don't know. Messages on Twitter. Yeah, tweet Tweet us. us. Tweet us or email us or email one of our... uh, Or put messages on Instagram. Whatever you need to do, just... Let me know, because I don't mind doing it at 50 or 52. Um, we can do it at one of them. I just, I'm up in the air, because it's either the year one or episode 50. I don't mind. That's a, that's all I wanted to point. You can continue. Oh, thank you very much for that. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah, so do what Connor said. And also, uh, big thanks to everyone who supports us over on Patreon. If you would like to join those wonderful people, there's a link in the description, or you can go to patreon.com slash heroes for hire podcast. Uh, it's a way for you to support the show, but if you don't support it, you'll, even, you'll still get the same three shows every week. Uh, the, most, the most helpful way you can support the show is by telling one human being that we exist. 
Um, and oh, actually, uh, if you could leave a review on iTunes, just like it can be one star if you want, but just leave a review. We'd it rather matter. it wasn't, but um, you know, be honest, um, lines of sin. I, I'd be, ho- I, I'd be hoping for a two. I, look, oh, well, we're all hoping for a two, man. But. <laughs> we can't all, always get what we want. You know what I mean? Oh, I do. We got. You know, put up a parking lot. Um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so I've been caught it all. They've been telling me. I will see you next week, guys. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.